there's so many times where I feel like my sexuality or like is like one of the like I can offer camaraderie I can edit <laughs> your work I can give you a really good marketing campaign or I can give you my body like I mean like honestly like is that not I can cook a mean meal you introduce us okay since it's always um oh i was thinking we need like a thing where we're like hi i'm jacqueline i'm erin <laughs> welcome <laughs> voice change my voice always changes and becomes something that like is definitely like sex worker <laughs> um i like it and i'm okay with it i find it soothing and yeah i'm i'm 100 into it you were soothed by my my solo pod that i did for there the were other one? some parts where i was not soothed well no right the um yeah no but aaron has another pod that is amazing Thank at you. i am aaron who and Thank so you. check that out Thank and there's some really funny good graphic stories nsfw I need, PG I need that, yeah. R? PG R. I was like, it's not PG 13. <laughs> no, it's no, it's no, definitely it's, rated R. Yeah. It's maybe X. Maybe maybe X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NC 17 at least. At least an NC 17. Yeah. 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 Um, anyways, yo, um, welcome to Dead Dad Club. We're yeah. excited to be here. What episode is this then? Four? Four. Four. Yeah. We're here this week. I'm excited because we're here to chat about things. That are more, or not more, but they're applicable to a wide range of people. Everybody. Everybody. Whether you've lost someone or whether you know someone who has lost someone. Right. Um, I think that this episode will definitely give a lot of great advice to a lot of different types of people um, because we are going to talk about what to do and what not to do when somebody dies. And that is for people who are bereaved, so the ones who have lost. And then if you're the person who is supporting someone through their bereavement or in their grief. Or what, even someone you sit by at your office. Or like what to literally yeah. say and what not and to what say. And what not to say. Right. And you don't know until you know, I think is the big thing here. And we're helping you know. Because we know. <laughs> we know. Um, and also, I think Erin has a story from before she um, knew. Before, yeah, I do. And I'm going to put myself out I'm like gonna make myself sound so bad. <laughs> Do you want to film a Wes Anderson TikTok? Um, Anyways, um, first before we dive in, to, before we dive in, I'm just gonna, oh yeah, I'm just gonna breathe. Okay, right cool. Past the yeah, Wes no, Anderson thank you. Comment. But um, before, do you want to talk about how last week when we tried to um, record this episode and we totally fucked up and realized that we weren't actually recording? Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Um, so guys, this is take two of this uh podcast episode and please i really just hope we are definitely recording right now no we're recording confirmed also it'll be a whole new episode like who we were then and who we are now (laughs) are two different people different everything has changed but that was the past that was old me Uh uh-huh i mean who knows what aaron today would say about the same things honestly i feel like it was kind of like a dress rehearsal where we got we got some things out of our system totally um and all the shitty parts where we were like oh wait no we're gonna cut this 
now we don't have to worry about that. And we're just, or maybe we're we sailing. Will. We're sailing right now. Or maybe we <laughs> will, and it's going to be completely different things that we fuck up. At least we know that we are recording. Yes. That's That's one. honestly. That's like basic. That's I'm taking line. it. That's I know. Line. Should we start with our peaks and our pits for the week? Yes. Especially because, I mean, things are different than, than what they've been. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. I don't know what I have. Uh, my peak would just be like, it's beautiful out. I mean, oh it's getting God. a little hot, it but is. I'm just like really but happy. Like in the mornings. Yeah, oh it's so God. nice. Gorgeous. And I feel like spring or spring maybe is over, but I feel like summer's coming and I do love summer as like a parent. I feel like it's just like a really magical time. And I I'm hate excited. it as a parent. Oh, cool. <laughs> because I can't take my toddler outside. Yeah. And that's my, that's my only thing is that he ends up being inside all the time and it sucks. Yeah. That, that part is Because all worst. I have is TV and like his toys and he gets over it. Yeah. So easily. So. Yeah. No, so, all right. Lot. What's your pet? Um, life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not um, dark. <laughs> no, I don't know. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. It's totally fine. Um, I don't. I don't know. Okay, I no, don't know. No yeah, no. I mean, I feel like things are are coasting. Like we're yeah. good. good. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, my peak is that after so many rejections, I finally got a phone interview that is tomorrow, and Amazing. I'm so excited about it. Like, who even knows what'll come from it? Mm-hmm. But at least it just is like a confidence boost that I really needed. That like, oh, I'm not totally unhirable. <laughs> no, <laughs> because, you're not. Because I haven't even gotten like a phone screen at all. So that is shitty. Um, and I'd say my pit is actually on the other side. And it's how many rejections <laughs> I've gotten. And I'm doing um, my next Aaron Who episode is going to be all about rejection. And the funny lines that I, in emails for, for getting rejected. Like, unfortunately, oh my I've seen so many now that I'm like, that's a weird way to phrase that. I know. And you always know. And like the way it feels when you open yes. that email is always the same. It is. The worst though, I hate to even say it, is that like it's worse after the interview. Like when oh, you get one. A- oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Like when the, you've done, when you've gone through the process. Mm-hmm. Or like you've met with them. You've met with them. Yeah. And then they reject you. Yeah. Which I also have experience with. Yeah. I no, mean, we same. all do. Like, doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't feel good. No, no. It definitely doesn't. But so those are my, my peak and pit. And. You know, we're just, we're just trucking along. I know. I'm just doing it. Every, every day's a new day. It is. What? Okay, Celine Dion. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Really I love that early. song, A New Day Has Come by Celine Dion. The whole album. Uh, like, <laughs> her whole her entire, discography. Yes. <laughs> What's the word there? Absolutely. Her, yeah. her entire catalog. I know. Her whole catalog is just like fire. Yeah. So we talked our intro into topic, right? We discussed yeah. what we're discussing. We discussed what, what we're discussing. <laughs> um, <laughs> we asked our followers on Instagram to let us know what they had experienced when someone passed away, what they loved, what they hated. Um, and there were some funny, insightful answers. So maybe we'll jump in and share those. And a little plug, follow us at, um, at another deck. Ugh. Follow <laughs> us at at another dead dad club on Instagram. You want to read some? Yeah, totally. So, um, do you have them with you? Do you have them? I'm looking up? at like what you shared. Okay. So and laughing. One. Do we want to do the the negative ones or the positive ones first? Let's do the negative ones. Okay. Um. So this one I thought was really like shitty because I'm not. Uh, I'm not a religious person, and so people who 
are very like faith-based in their lives right. tend to, when somebody dies, kind of give it to God and yeah. say things along the lines of like, oh, they're with, they went home to Jesus. Like that's what my dad's side of the family who are very religious said to me, you know, and at his funeral that, that was, that was a big theme because it was like, oh, he went home to Jesus. And it's like, was your dad religious at all? He was later in life. Um, I actually, this is, this is kind of an interesting story. I, um, when I received a box full of his, his belongings, I received his Bible and it was, um, bookmarked at the page of, um, like as I walk through the valley and, and like basically like the, the death march of the Bible. That's crazy. And I wept. I wept Ugh. looking at that. I, I mean, I wasn't prepared yeah. I, and I'm not a religious person and, right. um, but I think there's something about knowing it was important to him. Right. And, and it puts you in his, like the mindset in, and in his shoes and knowing that right. he had held that Bible yeah. and put, put, and had prayed over it yeah. on that page. And then I'm sitting there after he's gone and looking at the same page. It was all very surreal. It was totally surreal, but it didn't bring me any closer to religion. No, it, it no, didn't. So if somebody, you know, says to you something along the lines of like, oh, they're with Jesus now. So you shouldn't, you know, you should be comforted by that. It's like, no, I'm not fucking comforted by yeah, that. No, hundred percent. I have a similar thing with, um, my dad was kind of religious. Um, but oh, really? Yeah. I mean, Jewish religious, but you know, right. um, so when he passed away, I got a box of his belongings and that I'd look at throughout my life and like his, there's some depressing things in there, like his glasses, right? Like so crazy, yep. but there's always a thing of like knowing that these were his things mm-hmm. and that like, I don't remember him having some of them and then knowing that he wore them and now I'm touching them. Like there always is a weird, like, how old were you when you that- became like aware of that Like if you had those belongings, but at what age was it that you started to kind of understand like, oh, these were his glasses that he wore? Or was it really like soon after that you kind of put that, that together? I don't know. Um, I mean, I I always had like, I just had a memory of like it being like a daddy box that like I built after he died. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you like put things in there that you felt like would be important. I must have. Yeah, I think so. And so now though, like cognitively though, I don't know at a certain point I like detached from it, but I think I found it comforting for like a long time. Do you ever go back and look at it now? Yes. Every one, like once every few years, it's at my parents' house. Okay. And so you'll just bring it home. I'm now I'm like all of a sudden anxious that my mom threw it away. Your mom would never. Well, I don't think really. Well, um, well, <laughs> okay. She might send me a text that, like, maybe I don't see it right away and respond, and then She's she like, decides to. This, I'm throwing this away if you don't respond in five minutes. <laughs> five, four. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it's interesting because I've um, found one. Well, obviously, I think Judaism is very different than Catholicism or anything else. Mm-hmm. But like, because my dad was religious, it's something that I feel the need just culturally to pass on mm-hmm. because, yeah. And so I don't know, it's just, it's just interesting how it can play out differently, but either way, I never, ever, ever, ever want to hear people say 
But is that like, the fine. same? But is that the same thing in Judaism as it is in like Catholicism, oh, no. where people? Yeah. The, so there is no like went home to Jesus, no. like anything like that. Like yeah, in, in your no. culture, that is just not something no. that people. Lean no on. religion. No, because okay. we don't have like heaven or hell. And when you die in Judaism, um, you're buried naked with just like a little really? bit. Yeah, no embalming, no nothing in a plain wooden box. Wow. And then a t- and like a handful of dirt from Israel, and so. Like, that's it. And then when, because the idea is you're supposed to become one with the earth again. Wow. Yeah. So, like, there, it's. That's a beautiful, like, yeah. it's it's really a beautiful um, tradition. But, like, it's sad. Oh, no, it's, totally. It's but sad, I like that it's not, I never realized it, but it's not, you know, we don't have, like, open caskets or do anything right. like that. We also bury people within three days, mm-hmm. like, 100% because there's no embalming. So. Does anybody get cremated? In Judaism? It, I mean, you can, but like it wouldn't be considered a Jewish burial. I see. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so when you die, do you plan to be buried? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I'm so fascinated because these are like details about like Jewish burial. Like I had no idea that you're buried naked and then there's dirt from yeah. Israel. Like that's wild. No, it's nuts. But um, another thing is you're not supposed to get tattoos. So okay. it's like a whole thing. I'd have to like research and everything, but I don't right. love the idea of being in the ground, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think I think it's a generational thing, too. I think people our age are getting further away from that, like that very traditional kind of burial totally. of being in the ground and are thinking of more really like creative ways to be dead, which is something that you and I have yeah. talked about oh my and, gosh. and want to do an entire episode on yes. coming soon. I know we have. Well, yeah, we, we'll, we'll save it. Even, yeah, we're we'll saving save it because it, it's it. so good. It's really good. Um. No, but so yeah, when people, so in Judaism, no, there's no like justifying anything in religion, but I've been to so many non-Jewish funerals where I'm shocked at the ability for people to say that and truly find solace in it. Yeah. And like, it just shocks me. And it's not, and for people who aren't religious and who don't subscribe to that kind of lifestyle, it's not helpful. It is not a helpful thing to say that to somebody. So in that so know your audience that point yeah exactly <laughs> to know your audience just because it's something that would bring you comfort doesn't necessarily mean that the person who you're saying it to is actually going to find comfort in those right words. i don't want i have time to well not have time but i'm not going to look it up right now but chances are they won't statistically speaking yeah. um uh, other negative things we got um Somebody said that, somebody said you knew that, a, a quote, you knew it was coming, so it shouldn't be that bad. And that is, as, as someone Ooh. whose father was ill, and like, you know, it's not like we knew when it was going to happen exactly, but we knew that he was very sick. If someone had the audacity, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking audacity. of it. Yeah, the I mean, audacity, the, the balls to say something like that to somebody like, oh, well, shouldn't you? You probably were like prepared for it. It's like, even if I was mentally prepared, you're right. never prepared. No, never. I've thought about this a lot. What so bad? But I have thought about it a lot. What's worse? Because my dad died so suddenly, mm-hmm. like the long death versus the short death. Yeah. And I think we talked about this, but it's. Yeah, I mean, there's no good death. There's no good way to die. <laughs> dumb ways to die. I know, like 100%. It's all dumb, right? Um, dumb ways to respond to death. Yeah. Um, no, that one's really bad. Another one was someone like said something about going public about it. Going public? Like, oh, I didn't even see that. Someone, like something about a front page in a newspaper. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's somebody I, that's somebody yeah. I know who responded like that. And there was, I believe she was in high school. 
when it happened and it was like it made front page news in the town that she lived in and there was an assembly at her school about it so it was very public and it's like how is this helpful I can't even imagine in what type of brain anybody would think that that is a good idea especially if you're a kid yeah especially for a child I don't know how old you are but if you're a child in any age that you're in school right it's not okay no and I think this I mean and talking about how to respond as the grieving person like it's no one's fucking business no you know what I mean like it's just no one's business how someone died when they died let's cover that right and but also like it's no one's business to share the news. Right. Like, I feel like, and I mean, I think that there's a line for when Bryn died, a lot of people advocated because they knew the people I worked with to, like, let them know what had happened and I needed time off and, like, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. It's always interesting when someone dies, how many people contact you, reach out to you, ask you questions, and how everyone finds out. Mm-hmm. And like the web of it. I was, I, that's wild that you are even saying this because two nights ago I was thinking of like a topic that we could cover and that's the, the like telling people, the, the letting everybody know and how it grows and the yeah. ripple effect of finding out. Yeah. And like, I remember you telling me and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you found out about Bryn in a really fucked up way, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did. I, um, yeah, I was like really drunk the night before and she had died on that Saturday and I went to bed and this is in the Facebook days I had Facebook on my phone and I saw like a weird post from her brother that was like I like something about like not believing in God because how could this happen and I was like what the fuck and I I went to bed because I was like I don't know what he's talking about and he like talked a lot you it know it was it was one yeah. of those like he was really like cryptic and vague like all the totally. time so you didn't really take any yeah well like, and just like it was weird. And, um, but then I remember like waking up and first thing in the morning thinking of the message and jumping up and like going on, on Facebook. And, and that's I how you found out. He you? commented and said that his sister had like died. And I, and my first thought was that it was a different sister. He doesn't oh. have a different sister. Really? <laughs> you were like, there's some mistake. That's denial. Yeah. Denial. Like, like there, I, there, Bryn had another sister. Okay. So a stepsister. Okay. And I, my thought was just like, he just phrased it wrong, whatever. But the first thing I did, oh, I chose, was call him or her dad. Like one of the two people. I just like immediately just dialed their number and I was like still drunk and it was like probably like 7 a.m. No, probably, no, I was old. I was, <laughs> nope, it was probably like 9, 30, 10. Um, this is way free kids. Because I remember my brother was on the golf course. Um, so I was like, it couldn't have been that early. Um, yeah, and I called and like I just, like they were just crying and I like asked a question and I don't really remember and then like everything kind of, yeah. Then, then- then it just, like, the worst spiraled. was yeah. our like other really really good friend Jen was packing and was moving that day and like she we'd all talked all the time and so we didn't hear back from Bryn and she knew something bad had happened she knew it mm. but she decided to not answer her phone and not look at her phone all day because, because she, she was, was like, moving busy. <gasps> literally and so she literally just put her fucking phone down and just packed up her shit and like and I mean this is because this like, is I Jen. Don't, like I don't have time for this I don't right like now. emotionally I can't. I can't handle it yeah and so then finally her dad or her mom, or no, it was her dad, showed up and knocked on her apartment door. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. God, and can and imagine? Ew, it was so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was just bad. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, it's, but it's like no one's fucking business. And the way she died was super tragic. She died in a helicopter crash. And so 
people ask so many fucking questions like who yeah. was she in the helicopter with what happened no no like and that's that's a rule we're gonna make a blanket statement if you are not close to the person who died or close like and when i say close i mean a fucking partner a parent a best 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 friend you don't ask how somebody died you just don't do can it. we talk about though like how curious every like i'm curious it's, no you of course <laughs> i would go to google yeah and google to see if there's a news story yeah no and do that ask well person. and that's the thing don't just don't ask don't ask yeah find it's, the, it's fucking 2023 way. yeah you can find out you can find out in other ways yeah like just come on be, social media yeah be a detective <laughs> be a detective you got this do not ask and especially there are there are those people who are socially inept and right. either don't know not to ask or just don't ask. care. Like there are people who just don't care about the the uh, cordial like way yeah. to to approach somebody who's bereaved. Um, I remember my sister asked me how Brian's my husband um, how his friend died recently. And just like out, just said, oh, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. And I said, thank you. And she said, what happened? And I, and it's just like, it's so And you know, the only reason why they really said, hey, like the only, like maybe the only reason they reached out the first place was to find out. Was to find out because they want the tea. And it's so insensitive and it just feels so like. It feels like shit. It feels like shit because then, because there are certain, I remember when that happened, you didn't ask me how someone died really? because you know yeah and then you and I went to dinner like I think a week later or something and you were like and I was giving you details on like us finding out and all that and you were like can I ask yeah and it's like if that if that's I the always way to say ask, it like that yeah. I literally always actually say can I ask and only at a point where it's like super super comfortable wait right. should I tell because we're friends and like I would have told you yeah anyway. but I, I just never feels no it, it doesn't feels feel right. wrong to yeah. ask. It's like not my fucking business. I wonder though if you would be if if you hadn't gone through what mm-hmm. you'd gone through with your dad and with Bryn, if you would feel if you would even have that understanding. Like, do you have to go through loss to understand that you don't ask how someone 100%. died? Really? Well, no. Think? I think there's a level of tact that some people have, but I think of yeah. like this guy that I was like dating who texted me after Bryn died and was like. Hey, sorry. How'd she die? (laughs) And and it was like one of those things where he has more tact than that, but he hasn't dealt with loss. And like, I know, you know what I mean? And so you're just like, I don't fucking know. It's weird. Like some people just throw it out the window. Curiosity killed the fucking cat. Well, it's like when it (laughs) true. It did. No pun intended. And I'll fucking like, kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Jesus. What's your pet? No. We've just taken a turn. <laughs> no, I mean, I just think that that's a really like, it, it's a, it's a dangerous game to just come out the gate and, and ask how somebody died. Yeah. So it, unless you're very close, I'm going to And you don't have the internet. And you don't have the internet and you don't know how to Google things. If you can't if find you it can't, on Google. Also just ask me. Like yeah. if you, like honestly, find Jacqueline me on the internet. Find, find I can Jacqueline find fucking anything. Yeah. Jacqueline can find out no matter what. Jacqueline's got it. She'll pay you. Oh. Or she'll pay you. No. You have to pay Jacqueline. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's fine. We'll talk. <laughs> Um, wait, should we read the rest of them? Yeah. Okay, so there are some positives, and I think this was really cool because there was definitely like a trend here in what to do. Yes. Yeah, one of them was, um, and this is someone who I know and, and love dearly. She said, 
a new neighbor left me flowers and a handwritten note outside my door. Like things like that, that's just so thoughtful. And part of me thinks that like this person who did that for her, if they, that maybe they had gone through loss, you know, and they know how to approach somebody. And you can always tell the people who have been through something I was just thinking that. Yeah. Because they are, they're not overcompensating. They're not like in your face and they're just kind of letting you do your thing. And it's like, I'm here if you need me. Totally. And that was the big theme. I think there's two themes. One was treats and food. Yes. And the other was people who, like, I really appreciate the people who said losing a dad really sucks without sugarcoating it. Yes. And so, yeah, I mean, just the idea of saying, instead of saying I'm sorry, or maybe in addition to saying I'm sorry, saying that sucks. Yeah. Because, like, there's something about... I guess we talk about this in therapy sometimes, you know, like validating someone's feelings or validating where someone's coming from. Mm -hmm. And I think saying that sucks instead of I'm sorry. Like, what is I'm sorry? Like, what emotion is that? You know, but like that sucks is like, it feels like camaraderie. It feels like (coughs) I know there's nothing that I can do or say to make this better for you, but I like hear you and I see It feels vulnerable. Yeah. It does Doesn't like it? that sucks, but it could also feel and oh, yeah, like no, I they're, they're like that sucks could be a flippant thing. You know, that's depends why who somebody in it, it totally depends. That's why you who need it the is. cookies. It depends. <laughs> Bring cookies and say, and say that, that sucks. sucks. And then there you go. Like yeah. that's the perfect response. <laughs> we've, we've cracked we the code the co- people. <laughs> right. Cookies. But so there is something um, when you're grieving about you don't eat. And you want food. And like, I think people know this, but like, yeah, like food. The last thing that you want to have to worry about is like, what am I going to have for dinner? Because I have, my brain is so compacted with grief and and you have kids, my God. Yeah. And you're just trying to like, you're in survival mode, bring food. So always bring food. The last thing I think I like to mention here is just like not forgetting. You know what I mean? Like grief isn't you know, I, we talked about, it was it you that said that you thought grief was going to be like a straight circle, uh-huh. like check, 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 yep. check. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, so it just it doesn't, nice? mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't end. And so not forgetting that someone's going through this and making sure to just like, I don't know, like Say knowing that name. those days, yeah. Saying their names yeah. or like knowing that those dates come up. Yes. Like there's anniversaries, there's birthdays, like yeah. those two things will always happen. And those two things always suck. Well, and sometimes too, death makes people uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And, and people Such often don't know, should I say something? Should I not say something? Yeah. Am I going to hurt them if I say something and I say, like, am I hey, bringing I'm, up? Right. Am yeah. I bringing it up and, yeah. and making it worse for them somehow? Right. Um, I, I would say that like recently, uh, uh, actually somebody who responded to our, um, our question on, on Instagram, um, she lost her dad and she and I have talked a lot about that. And she was at my wedding. She told me recently that she talked to my dad at my wedding and that she, she really enjoyed her conversation. I love when people say things like that. And I said, yeah. And I like got choked up because I was like, you have no idea how much that means to me that you not only remember talking to him, but you thought he was a nice guy and you like yeah. really enjoyed your conversation. Totally. And I was just, my heart was just so warmed by that. I was just like, thank you for telling well, me. Well, and people share memories. Like yes. there's a, a couple of people I can think of, like people from high school that I wasn't friends with that when Bryn passed away would share memories mm-hmm. and they would just be like, yeah, I'll never forget. Like one girl said, like, I'll never forget when we were like 16 and I, we were all getting ready to go to some party and she could tell right away like that her and I were best friends from like the way we were getting along and the way we got dressed and the way, you know, and just Sweet. the sweetest thing that she, and we were like 25, so it was 10 years later. Yeah. Um, and the way that she just had remembered this memory it and like shared so it. Much. Right. And so I, I mean, I think 
if you're on the fence about saying something, I think say it's okay something. to say something. Yeah. Because we're thinking about it anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's always there. Right. So like say it, you know, and, and if it, and if it's hurtful for somebody, like if somebody said something to me and I wasn't prepared to receive that at the, somebody said something to me yeah. about my dad and I wasn't prepared at that moment to receive it, you know, I would probably, I would be polite and I, and I would probably just like, you know, shake it off. But I, I can't imagine that I wouldn't at least just be appreciative that they went out of their way to like say something nice or just to say like, totally. hey, I'm thinking about you. I know it's a, I know maybe today is a hard day, like if it's an anniversary yeah. or a birthday. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, so. it means a lot. Yeah. I think that, you know, yeah, say something, bring cookies. Um, I think this is probably a good time for me to tell my story. Jacqueline has not heard the story because I wanted to, I, I wanted to have her give actual, like real genuine reactions. Um, so, uh, years ago, um, back in, I want to say it was like 2014, maybe 2015. Um, I had a friend whose dad died. He and I were really, really close friends and, um, he and I, I'm so nervous to like tell the story because I don't want you to think differently of me. Um, so he had just left town. He lived out of town and, and he calls me and he's crying and he's asking me for somebody's phone number because his sister was dating someone who I was friends with at the time and he uh-huh. didn't have their number. And he's crying and he's like, I need so-and-so's number. And I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, my dad's dead. I talked to him the next day and you know, he's fucked up. He doesn't really have a lot of details. And I didn't know how to talk to him. I acted like nothing had happened. Like telling jokes. Like you, I can tell you feel so bad. I feel like I could this. cry. I could cry because I feel so horrible. I can't tell you. I could tell you a million stories of people doing like the fact that you called is all I'm hearing. Do you know what I mean? Like how, like I, it's really, I mean, like, but I, 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 it wasn't even, that's not even the end of it. Okay. So it was like, you know, I'd send texts with like, like jokes, like acting like nothing had happened. And there, there's a way to like still be normal. I didn't do it the right way. And, And I don't know how exactly to, to describe that. No, I understand. There's a way to like act like things are. Like, be a friend. Hey, can I come over and smoke a bowl? Hey, do you want to go do this? While still knowing that they're going through something. Right. But then there's something very different to pretend like it's not happening. And I think that that was me, like, disassociating and not even knowing I was not part of the club. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. And I didn't know how to be there for him. And so I, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, all I, the, the best thing that I can do is be, like, the same. Yeah, and nothing. But is see, different. I don't think this is terrible. Okay, so, keep going. Yeah. Then he came back into town. Obviously, he he had a lot of things that he needed to tend to. the The things that had to happen afterwards were incredibly traumatic. And um, I decided that this would be a good time for me to tell him that I was in love with him. Okay. And he looked at me, and he was like what the fuck are you doing? And I like, was like, what do you mean? Like, I thought you I would think feel you were the just same trying way. to give him like what you thought you could give him. I, I know. And you're being really nice. I know. I swear I know, to God. But, I, but I'm this also, is, he, his reaction to me was just like, my fucking dad just died. Like, 
suddenly in a really brutal fucked up kind of way and you're gonna sit here and not and not only pretend like it's not happening but you're gonna tell me that you're in love with me like I am able to receive that in any way and it really put a you know I I had good intentions I'm I'm not a I'm not a malicious person I'm not the type of person who would just be like oh this is all about me it wasn't, but I just, I had no idea how to be there for him. And so my support was like, I'm just going to pretend like everything's normal and this isn't happening. Right. Hey, also, I'm in love with you. Don't people want to hear that? Doesn't that make <laughs> people feel better? <laughs> and it wasn't. I, this, it wasn't good. <laughs> all makes so much sense to me. Like, Does it? A hundred percent. Because like, I, I don't know. I feel like as a female, there's so many times where I feel like my sexuality or like is like one of the, like I can offer camaraderie. I can edit <laughs> your work. I can give you a really good marketing campaign or I can give you my body. Like, I mean, like, honestly, like, is that not, I can cook a mean meal. Oh um, but do you know what I mean? But especially as like a young person who yeah. doesn't know how to respond and I know what an empath you are and how you were probably trying to relate to them and try to be there for them. Them. Yeah, and so you do think that the best thing you can do is be a reminder of normalcy, yeah. or you do think you could like offer them was, your but physical it was too, being. But it was too much. I think it was. Right. I think I was doing it. I was overcompensating, so it wasn't like I was just being like a little bit. You know, I was just like telling jokes. It was like I was like telling jokes and jokes and right. jokes and jokes and like really coming on very strong with it and yeah. just trying to trying to make somebody laugh. But like not understanding that in that moment, he didn't have the capacity for that. Yeah. He didn't have the capacity to do anything except for fucking process how his life has changed and his entire world has shifted. And so when I lost my dad, I like went back to that experience and I was like, that would be the least fucking helpful. The least helpful thing that somebody could do for me at that point would be to pretend like it wasn't happening. And to tell me that they, but I think actually (laughs) the least helpful thing is disappear. And there's people that do that. And there's a lot of people that cannot handle. I'm thinking of two fucking people. I can see them, their faces right now. Hope you're listening, (laughs) asshole. Who literally, like one guy, Bryn talked to every single fucking day. Like they were so close, and he didn't go to her funeral. And I, I bring it up to every mutual friend we know. That man knows I'm angry, and. Everyone just says, yeah, it was too much for him. And, like, I understand the funeral is for you. Yeah. I get that. Sure. But, like, but like I don't, he should have like been there. Never, I had people over after. Like, he should have. Like, I don't did know. Did you ever see him? Like, did you, like, he just kind of, di- he, like, literally, like, disappeared. Like, mm-hmm. never. And I'm sure around. it was horrible for him. Like, he sure. was grieving. Like, when we all grieved together. Like, we'd all grown up together. So, like, a big group of us. So, this is us. someone you were close with as well. Not at the time. But, like, okay. yeah, at one but point. But, like, at some point, you yeah. had been close. This we'd is somebody all... who had been part of your group. Oh, totally. So, it was weird for him not to be there. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. But, like, some people just run and so that's I mean I'm thinking of that and like me sitting here 15 years 10 years later and being like I still can't believe I haven't heard from them (laughs) about it and I bring this up even to this day yeah like I think we're Instagram friends but yeah I'm just like like fuck you like you've not said a thing about brand like you haven't posted anything like it's just weird to me yeah that is weird they were so close and I know it would hurt Bryn that's what upsets me you know what I mean like because Bryn loves she'd be like what the fuck yeah as my (laughs) psychic cousin said she loves seeing her name in lights um (laughs) she loves us talking about her um we'll talk about that in a different episode yes um one other thing oh can I I'm gonna share a little a little story yeah um 
So, I mean, I think, I don't know. I feel like my reaction to like how I share if my dad, how my dad died and how much I share has evolved a lot over the years. I feel like I used to be a little more upfront about it. And the reason I started a new job like eight months ago. And at one point, God, has it been that long? Like nine months. Yeah. Wow. Um, one point, the girl that's that um, diagonal from me was a little awkward. Yep. Um, I mentioned that my dad passed away when I was young. And that's like at this age of my life, usually I'll just say like, oh yeah, my dad died when I was young. Like my dad passed away when I was little, like something like that. Cause it's significant enough that he wasn't there, but mm-hmm. not something I need to go into. No. And she, especially at work. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever. And she literally goes, oh, how'd he die? <laughs> And that hasn't happened to me in like fucking seven years. Also, because I probably don't meet new people. Yeah. But like. What'd you say? Mental health, mental illness. Oh. Yeah. I said like it was like a mental health. Because you weren't prepared for that question. So you're like, whoa. I was new. I was like brand new. And like broadcasting from the rooftop that your dad killed himself is like a pretty. (laughs) You can say my dad, my dad died. Oh yeah. Died by suicide. Sorry. Yeah. Right. But still it's yeah you're it's not really revealing like that it is very revealing but yeah. it's also like I'm not trying to bring the, the no down. right <laughs> and that's the other thing too it's like not a yeah so it, I was just like a little flabbergasted and I feel like society as a whole like people have gotten a lot better or maybe I just don't meet new people but um but yeah I feel like people when I was younger though yeah people were a lot more like invasive about it I mean that's also being young yeah that's also being young and not knowing the social like social cues and and knowing social like um politeness i i guess it's i think that there's i think that when you're young you are just curious about the world in general so if you're really young you know your first question is like how did they die right but as you get older if you're an adult there's there's really no you don't have an excuse you don't have an excuse to be that socially inept no it's funny i pulled up psychology today just like what do you know the psychologists say about like how to handle yeah. loss yeah and the big thing is like when, when we're worried we'll say the wrong thing and upset a grieving person we mistakenly end up doing nothing at all mm. um and then it's a list of what not to do refrain from unsolicited advice don't hijack their story with yours don't mm. rush them don't say i know what you're going through don't disappear mm. don't avoid saying the name of the person who died Refrain from platitudes such as God has a plan. Yeah. And don't avi- avoid eye contact or ignore the person. Wow. I know. And then all there's great advice. I know. Literally, <laughs> we just covered all of it. But and then what you can do, like ask permission. I'm so sorry. Would you like to tell me about it? Would it be okay if I picked up a few things at the grocery store? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like just know, like letting someone know you're there. Yeah. Share your memories of the person who died. Yes. Allow for various grief responses. Offer your body. No. <laughs> oh my God. Here. I was like, it says that. <laughs> wow. You're just coming right back. <laughs> you just keep circling back. We know what Jacqueline likes to do when somebody dies. <laughs> oh, we'll cover that in a different episode. We will, um, we will definitely cover that at some point. Oh, and I like this one. Um, It's okay to be silent. Simply placing your hand on the griever's arm or standing alongside them can be incredibly powerful. So that actually um, reminds me of something that happened. And I was going to tell you this, but I'm telling you now. Um, and just to wrap up, I, um, like, was it yesterday? I came out and Brian had a weird look on his face and he was looking at his phone and I was like, Uh-oh. you know, is everything okay? Yeah. 
he had gotten a um, Instagram message from somebody who didn't know that his friend had died. Oh, I hate that shit. And was like, reached out to Brian and was like, hey, I've been trying to get a hold of him since September. Like, is, is everything okay? And Brian had to break that news. And the person was like, holy shit, like, I had no idea. And I'm just standing there because I, he had this look on his face and I'm like, is everything okay? Like, what's yeah. going on? And you know, I see that he, that it was like taking a ton of bricks. Like he just, it, it was a lot for him because it was like seven thirty in the morning. We're getting ready to, mm-hmm. you know, for our day. And I just stood there, put my hand on his back and I was just like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, what can I do? Are you okay? Yeah. You know, because I understand that in that moment, there's nothing that I can do. Right. There's literally nothing except be there. I know. And that is the best thing that you could possibly do for somebody who's grieving is just be there for them. And I think that that is like full stop, like just be there. Yeah. In, in whatever capacity they need you to be. Mm-hmm. And so. I think, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, this was a really good episode. Yeah. I think. Better we, than the one we recorded and deleted? <laughs> I was going to say we I don't think you guys understand that like we recorded, we were jamming, we were going, <laughs> and there's an image. We should share it. I'm going to share the image um, for sure. Of all of a sudden Aaron like puts her finger up and she's like, I, I don't know if we're recording. <laughs> and we have like 25 minutes of Jacqueline talking to herself. Oh my God. Well, so to be fair, Jacqueline was being recorded. I was yeah. not being recorded. It was only but it's also Jacqueline's one fault. side of the conversation. <laughs> it, is it your fault though? I, I feel like we both are at fault with I this. That. It's, it's, this is a group effort. It was a group fail. A group effort and a group fail. I feel like I said our podcast name wrong or stuttered or something earlier. So follow us at, at, oh my God, I did it again. <laughs> I fucking did it again. Okay, Aaron, you fucking say it. I'm done. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at another dead dad club. That's it. That's it. At, at another, another dead, dead, dead dad, dad club. club. You don't say at at because it has the at sign. It's because I'm like I type things. I know. You okay? No. <laughs> okay. Should we go back so to the follow us? Page? We also. I've been meaning to put this. Um, I really want us to like encourage people to do like, drugs. To, to, <laughs> what? Oh my I need God. to go. We've okay. been talking for way too long. Um, to like, follow, subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. Rate it. Um, oh, yeah. Leave a review. We would absolutely love if you did that. We will that. read them. We will take it to heart. Oh my God. I might I'll even stop cry. telling people to do drugs. Don't. I mean, do drugs. Do you. <laughs> do you. Do, do you. whatever you want to do. We're here to support you. Either do drugs or don't do drugs. Whatever whatever floats your boat. Now we have to put an XR whatever rating on this shit. XR. All right. Jacqueline's done for today, you guys. Jacqueline's talked for too much, (laughs) for too long. All right. Thanks for being here, everybody. And we will see you at the next episode. Bye. Bye.